Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. This is episode 26. I'm your host, Matt. And you know who's with me. It's my buddy, my co-host, Eric. Eric, how's this week been treating you, man? hey yo, It's me, Matt. I'm drunk off Battleborn. Oh, all the way out. That's a pretty good save. That's a pretty good save. All the updates, man. It's Oh, I just want to play so bad, Matt. I can't even mm-hmm. think straight. You guys out there, you don't know how bad it's killing me. I love doing this podcast, but right now uh-huh. I just want to shut this computer off and I want to go check out the freaking update, man. <laughs> but what was the question? My week? Oh yeah, How's that's week? right. Yeah, yeah. My week was fantastic. Uh, you know, we finally uh, got a little break, returned to normalcy, had a weekend. And uh, so, you know, did some stuff with the family, all the usuals, played some vidge games. I've been kind of getting in that Final Fantasy, trying to get it beat because there's so many things coming up, being Battleborn, obviously, and some other games in the horizon, you know, that I won't talk about right now. But uh, mm-hmm. in general, pretty dang good week. Other games on the horizon? That's pretty That's pretty good. Ah, yeah, that's, you cut that, eh? You, you snuck stack, it in there. Stack, 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 stack. So, anywho, how was your week, Matt? It was pretty good. Just like you said, we actually got a weekend. We actually got to play some survival in the division, which was pretty fun. And we died alone and unloved in the snow, as I, as I said we would as soon as it was announced. And I left you. I left you, man. The fire, it was too warm. I had to go through <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it's just been a lot of like comfort food gaming for me. Like I, I've been playing some games that I absolutely love. Uh, Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair, just blowing up bugs, blowing up buildings, blowing up people, running around being just a freaking idiot. And then I was watching some speed runs last weekend, and I saw someone doing one of Katamari Damacy, and I went, man, I haven't played a Katamari game in forever. So all this week I've just been, just been blasting through Katamari forever on my PS3. That has been ridiculously fun. Just like slipping into that old, that old, that old hoodie that you wear. That's just su- super comfortable and weathered, and it's just ah, oh, I'm home. I'm home, Katamari. Welcome back, man. You got problems. You got problems. <laughs> got to get over that's, it. That's about it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like we had fun, and of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Talented Tuesday. Because that's fun, too. It was fun. And you know what? I spent a whole heck of a lot of time on this week's freaking Talented <laughs> Tuesday uh, on one of them. I cheated on the other, if everybody saw yeah. them. Yeah, dirty bastard. Yeah, well, Lilith was our pick, and Matt should have known I was instantly going to cheat because I just went and purchased a bust of Lilith, and I said, wow, Lilith would be a great one. And so... <laughs> I think you mean I purchased the bust. Yes. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, anyway. But did that, took a picture of her with some of my other cool Borderlands Funko Pops, and posted that up as my pick of the week. But then I went ahead, and I got inspired by Saw, and thought I'd go ahead and do a whole scene from old boy Donnie Wahlberg. I just want to say it was amazing, fantastic. I had a good time doing it. We did the bonus round because Joe challenged us to do Jim Feronda. 
and mm. we did it. And I thought mine was oh, yeah. fantastic. And I just got a little qualm because my cheat, my cheat Lilith, has more uh. likes than my actual hard work on Jim Froda. <laughs> uh, but uh. I did appreciate the shout out from Jim afterwards, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was pretty yeah, sweet. We definitely and, uh, well, of course, I saw yours, loved it. And, of course, Danny did a great job, as always. Mm. So I was going to say, hers is the actual pro style version. But as soon as you said, Hey, we're doing Lilith this week. I'm like, yeah, she's getting put out the airlock. Me and Handsome Jack are just going to be hanging out there. Just like, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I, I was thinking, well, maybe I should have it be, you know, Vargas and Handsome Jack. And I was like, because that would be pretty cool, too. He'd be like, hey, Wallet Head, great idea. But I figured, well, if it's me, then I could work in like, oh, yeah, I play this game all the time. And she portrays you every single time. So just, just forget about it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure she could have just phased back in, but we won't mention that. You put her to sleep, she can't phase nowhere. True. Hey, there you go. Drink dart. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. There you go. All see? Right. I got the murder plans ready. Beautiful. So, definitely a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, what mm. are we looking at next week? Oh, gee. Well, I, uh, some new character just got released, so we usually are right mm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. We're doing Beatrix next week. Beatrix. Oh, yeah. I'm a little sad because we missed the, the truck for all that. You know, they were just releasing all the cool fan art, and everybody's just in love with it. We could have been there, man. We could have been front page on Gearbox with our beautiful, beautiful Beatrix art. What you mean is Danny could have been front page. Well, and we could have been relegated to, like, not just the trash bin, but the trash bin that has fallen over in the street and is spewed out, and our drawings rolled into the gutter. Yeah, and then put into the trash can where a trash can bird lives, you know, so... <laughs> Well, see, he'd see our over. <laughs> oh, gosh, guys, <laughs> this is real good. This tastes, tastes delicious. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so Beatrix next week. Look forward to that, boys and girls. Well, I think I've got a couple ideas already in my little brain. I've got one, and so I'm going to have to do it quick so nobody else takes it, Damn it. as usual. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. But yeah, that's, that's Talented Tuesday. As always, you can check out the Twitter for the preview versions. Hit up the Instagram for the full versions. And what do we got next this week at Gearbox, right? Heck yeah, man. First up, a little quick shout-out. I saw it posted by Gearbox and then retweeted by several people. There's an upcoming Battleborn tournament at the Choctaw Festival of Gaming, March 3rd through the 5th, 2017. This is obviously oh, probably only if you're in that area. I don't know if it's gonna <laughs> if you really want to travel. I mean, if you do, you do. It's in Oklahoma, I believe, isn't it? I think it's Oklahoma, Durant, Oklahoma. Yes. There you go. There it is, Durant, Oklahoma. <laughs> if you guys got an awesome team and think you got what it takes to compete, hey, March third to the fifth. There you go. Just wanted to let everybody know. Take them sweet Battleborn skills down to Choctaw Festival of Gaming. We used to have a team. Now it's just you and me. Yeah, now it's just two. We got a team of two. <laughs> Anybody just show up? <laughs> we got to get Joe's O's and 10K beers. and. <laughs> hey, guys, we're, we're, we're two guys looking for a team. Did anyone else's teammates, like, die in a bus accident or something? Are you down two people? Did two people just start puking? We can fill in. We'll fill I promise in. we're okay. We're, we're decent. <laughs> we could probably hold a lane. That's right. <laughs> They say, I'll be Raina, you'll be Phoebe. That's right. You'll live forever. Never die. So, yeah, that's one thing Gearbox wanted to give out. What was uh, the second one we got going? A couple other things they gave out. We got shift codes for golden keys in the pre-sequel, and we didn't really mention it directly last week, but during both of the streams from last week, 
they gave out a shift code for a golden skin for Beatrix and one for Whiskey Foxtrot. So if you haven't seen those somehow, if you didn't catch it on the Twitter, catch it on the stream, make sure you go round those up. I know they were in the show notes last week too. So grab those up while they're still available. Hex to the yeah. I love me some golden Beatrix. That one, as I mentioned last time, looked really cool. So mm. I've got to remind myself to do that actually tonight or not tonight because my buddy Matt, I want everybody to know this, did not get the stinking update downloaded. So even after we record tonight, Eric can't play. And then my buddy Matt tells me tomorrow, because he works second shift, is going to play uh-huh. and get all the way through the game, get 100 ops points, get Beatrix mastered before I even get to play that evening. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Messed you up. just breezed over it right there. Oh, Matt didn't get it downloaded. Oh, gee, why? Because I was at work from 2 to freaking 8 o'clock, man. I can't just... I can't, Drive oh, home I'm going to take my lunch, drove home speed at lunch. home, get it... <laughs> no. I've driven from work to home in the allotted one-hour lunchtime. It can be done. Oh, uh, there you go. That's the ticket right there. You have an allotted one-hour lunchtime. I have an allotted 30 minutes lunchtime. And here's the ticket. You live half the distance. Yeah, but even that is very, very iffy depending on traffic. Uh, I, especially I especially at 5 o'clock. <laughs> hey, good luck, man. Hey, I took a three-hour lunch <laughs> just because I wanted to be, be pissed off and just rage at people. I love it. Uh, well, you know, I had to bust your chops a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, anywho, it's moving on. Uh-huh. Right. Let's get back on track. And let's rock get it back out. on track with something really positive. What did we figure out that was uh, fixed and amazing this week? Eric? Oh my God! I don't know when they did it, and you know they should have told me, but they didn't. They should have sent out a tweet with like sparkly letters and explosions. Yeah, they really should have. But uh-huh. Phoebe's spin to win works for Eric once again. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it i didn't even believe it i couldn't believe it because you were like it just worked and for some reason even though it was in front of my face i went no it didn't and i tried it uh-huh. again and there it was <laughs> and i went oh my god i can see it i can do a spin to win it's beautiful uh-huh. <laughs> and then i think we lost that match really badly and then you never played her again after that no, but no but got tore apart. spin to win does work yep it sure does but I had Praise to go God. back to Alani because we needed some heals. <laughs> and even that didn't save us. <laughs> no, no. It was a bad night. That's all right. You got to have a couple bad nights if you want a good night. But if you want a guaranteed good night, you can play that bot mode. Uh, let's start off with the positive. What do you like about it, Eric? Personally, I thought it was a lot of fun. And it's wrapped up in the negative, but the positive of it is it's a guaranteed mm. win. You know, you're going to go yeah. in, you're going to have fun with friends, and you're going to win the match. I hate to say I like it being easy, but on the other hand, when you have some beers and you want to just get on and do something, that's such a good go-to. You know, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. let's just do something. Because it was challenging enough to where you weren't at least just getting completely, I don't know, it really, I'm trying to be no. too nice. No, we yeah, we yeah. stomped them. Yeah. yeah. We the only them. reason we died is because we were like, we're invincible. Ha, 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 Oh, trash can bird just killed me. You're right. Oh. You're right. Oh, well. It was, I wish the bots were harder. Uh, you yeah. know, you can, I can't get around that. But I love the idea behind it of just having mm. something with you or your friends or some randos, which is what we did, and just go yeah. in and face off against a computer. It allows you to learn without any real stressors because mm. you're not against other humans and it's not all sweaty and you're just like, oh, it's bots. You know, it's. I don't know. It feels like there's a yeah. less significant uh, stress on you to perform well because, eh, who cares? It's some bots. Mm-hmm. And the other great thing about 
the bot one was it was giving you experience at the end of the match like it did in the the storylines. Mm-hmm. So therefore, one match goes by and you're getting freaking huge chunks of XP whereas of course in PVP matches, even if you do well, which I did several times, it's not nearly as high. I don't know that you did. I'm going to pull the damn logs up since you still don't believe me. You never do as well in a PVP match against humans as you did in the bot match. I think oh, you true. were like 13-1, I was like 10-1, and one, something like that. I mean, we were just going bananas on them. And we have good matches, but I don't think we are like, you know, the KD gods that we become in the bot mode. Uh-huh. I mean, there's truth in that, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it was pretty significant. Yeah. So that part was awesome. However, with the winter update... Now, that should be fixed because they fixed the amount of credits, etc. you earn through mm-hmm. your uh, wins and losses in the PvP mode. But anywho's back to the bot True. battle. I enjoy it. I hope they can somehow tweak the bots to be more difficult. But with everything mm-hmm. they've already done, I feel like I shouldn't be asking for more right now. So it's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, well, it'd be nice, but you guys have done great work anyway. What do you think? I think for me, the difficulty of it plus the fact that you can accomplish challenges and get XP and do all your other stuff in it makes it just, I don't know, I don't I don't like it. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, you know, it's fun to just go in and you're playing a PvP match essentially with no, you know, fear of failure or fear of just getting raffle stomped, but it's, it's too easy and I think it devalues the rewards that you get from it. Because, I mean, even... Our, our buddy Sean at 10K Beers on Twitter, he tweeted out, Hey, look, I finally got Old Man Cranky. I mean, I got it in the bot mode, so I don't feel, really feel good about it, but I have it. <sighs> and that's exactly how I felt when I see people getting, you know, I saw other people tweeting about, Oh, I finally got Worthy a Song. I finally got Old Man Cranky. It's like, but you didn't really. You got it against, you know, some paper dummies that ran at you for a little bit. You just pushed them over with a stick. So I... I don't know. I I think it's fun, but either the difficulty should go way, way up and they can keep the challenges or you take out the challenges, but keep it Barney easy style like it is right now. Because when they first announced it, it said vicious bloodthirsty bots. And like I said on the podcasts before, I was thinking like the League of Legends Doom bots where they and in that mode, they like make their abilities ridiculous. Like they have no cooldown sometimes. You know, people's AOEs are enormous, and it's just it's just a fun, ridiculous mode. You go up against the bots, and you have a crazy time, and if you win, hey, good on you. But this, it's, hey, go in and just just screw around, basically. Mm-hmm. Just just farm them for kills, and now you've got, you know, the kill trophies. I don't know. I'm, I'm being a bitter old man with my <laughs> arms grumpy. crossed. <laughs> I'm being but, grumpy. <laughs> but those are my honest feelings, so. Nah, I agree wholeheartedly with the challenges. I think they really wanted it so you could do lore, mm-hmm. you know, through that. And I agreed with that one because... Yeah, that I, that I definitely agree with. I don't have time in, in actual live PvP matches to be looking up what I need and trying to accomplish it. Because then I feel terrible. Because I'm over here with Thorn jumping around 50,000 times, not helping my team, not doing anything productive. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to help us lose because I want to get my lore challenge. Have a great mm-hmm. time, boys and girls. Yep. And, of course, you know, there might be some of you out there that say, hey, well, you shouldn't be actively trying to get it. You just get it naturally through playing. Well, uh, come on. Come on. Who does that? Say, I'm not good enough to actively get that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a sniper who can jump in the air. I'm not MLG 360 no-scope. Exactly. I can't do that. So I like the idea of this mode being around so you can get some of those lore challenges. But I do wholeheartedly agree that the achievements and the um, 
titles titles, need to be locked out. Yeah. So if you're not going to be able to improve the bot's difficulty, definitely lock out the titles and whatnot, but keep in the lore stuff, and boom, you got a happy, happy go around. Or like we said during lunch, maybe if, you know, I'm sure there's a way to track it. Hey, if you got Old Man Cranky or Worthy a Song, like before Bots Battle came out, now it has like a gold trim or it changes to a different title, like Killmasters, you know, so- something unique. And then everyone after Bots Battle, oh, well, it's, it's still Old Man Cranky and you did it, but the people who did it did it now have something different. Uh-huh. I don't know. And, of course, there'll be some boys and girls out there who also state it's just a title. It doesn't define you. It doesn't even actually mean you're actually good or bad. It just means you maybe got lucky with a match against some complete noobs who you just destroyed. And, you know, I've seen that argument online. And, well, my, yeah. that may be true. It still was a one in a million, you know, playing the yeah. game since day one. And the moons aligned and the magic happened. And it's, you know, it was a moment of time that was awesome. And as we've discussed previously... It was great. It was like, wow, I earned this. I got this. By some mm. freaking miracle, I did this. Yeah. It's still something that I legitimately did versus I went into, I mean, even the player characters, even the most noobly player character is generally better than those bots were. We've only played a couple matches of bot match, but I mean, it's just, nah, it's just, it's just nothing. You're running in, the, in there against nothing. So, I don't so know. there you go. Yeah. Hopefully they can maybe increase the difficulty of the bots yeah. and fix it all or just uh, lock out the titles. Yeah. Or do none of that. We'll see. <laughs> I just do none of it. Just, ah, well, screw those guys. That's the other part of it. It's just a, uh, it's a rotation mode, so it's not like it's there permanently. Yeah. So yeah, also, this week at Gearbox, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the 900-pound gorilla in the room, the launch of Beatrix for those of us who have the season pass and digital deluxe versions of the game, the launch of Oscar Mike versus the Battle School, and the winter update. Now, we just last week talked all about Beatrix, talked all about Oscar Mike versus the Battle School, and we have talked about the winter update in the past, but since they just released the full patch notes and everything about the winter update, I thought maybe you and I could pick out, you know, maybe about three things apiece things we saw and were really excited about so there we go that's what we're gonna do because i thought that's what we do now that's what we're doing that's how we roll do what we want to do you know why because it's our podcast and we make the rules matt (laughs) well to kick off the three man i guess i'll go first all right how about that sounds great main quests and daily quests i know we've discussed it a little bit before but i can't say enough how awesome this is I love Battleborn, but, you know, sometimes if there's nobody on, I'm like, eh, I'll go play this other game until Matt's around or, you know, in the past, others are around who we play with. But now they're going to have a main quest and then, of course, every day these smaller little ones you can do and they build up so even if you can't get on that day, you can get up to three before they start kicking one off. So in a nutshell, every single day you'll have at least one quest that you can come on and go, hey, you know, I'll go in a match and, and make sure I kill three Eldred players to get the bonus credits, etc. And then every week mm-hmm. they got the main quest to do, which offers a whole heap of credits. And then it's some kind of way to help you learn to play or just some overall quest to do. I mean, that to me is just awesome. Because now every single day I'm like, okay, I better hop on Battleborn for 20, 30 minutes, do the, you know, do the side quest real quick. In regards to whether I stay on or not, 
hey, I just got on on a day normally I might not have because, like I said, you're not around or whatever. So I'm like, eh, well, I got other stuff to wrap up. I absolutely agree with that just from what you said. There's some days I just don't play Battleborn or I'll boot it up and go, ah, oh, do I want to play PvP? And eh, we'll run through a story app. Eh, I'll just go play something else. And, and now when I boot it up, it'll go, shishing, hey, if you do this thing, you get some credits, you get some XP. Oh, I'll just do the thing real quick. And then if I'm not really feeling it, okay, well, I did something. I accomplished something today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, my number one, I'm kind of going to go with big things and then work my way down, a little funnel action here. My num- number one thing I'm most excited about because it's come up the last pretty much four weeks is the command and character rank increases. Char- uh, like we've said before, command rank is going up to 150. Characters are going up to 20 apiece. And this gives me a reason, and I mean, not a reason, but... This makes it so when I play Oscar Mike, when I play Pendles, I don't sit there at the victory screen and go, oh, yeah, eh, I forgot I mastered him. All right, well, I guess I'll take a handful of credits and walk away. Now it'll be like, shing, oh, new thing. Oh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. It'll give me that sense of progress again. Because, like I said, we've been playing a lot of face-off these last few weeks, and I always play Pendles, because why would you ever not play Pendles and face-off? And at the end of the match, oh, yeah, that's right. I thought maybe he was at 14, but he's already maxed. All right, well, so I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, you know, I always end up playing my favorites nowadays. I rarely venture out on my four or five that I enjoy, um, only if we're doing something important and I really need to buckle down. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. sometimes I dabble with Kelvin, as everybody knows. Never goes well. (laughs) Someday, less, less and less yeah. as the weeks go on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, it's the same thing. I do the face-off a ton with you, and it's always the Pendles-Alani combo. And, yeah. I, you know, I mastered Alani ages, ages ago. ago, so it's the same thing. I don't even think about it anymore, but it'll be great to see those bars going up because humans love progress, you mm-hmm. know. So whenever you see that bar moving up, regardless of whether it means anything, you're like, oh, yeah, my bar mm-hmm. went up. I'm happy. Well, and you're getting new titles now. You're getting new packs. You're getting all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, you're getting all the goodies. As those bars are going up. But I want to just I want to bust it down to the basic. We're excited to see the bar go up. And that's just the truth of it. <laughs> that, that's what all multiplayer games are now. Yeah. Hey, I shot 14 guys in the face, but if I shoot 15 guys in the face, then I'll get another thing. Oh, if I if I play three more matches, my bar will go up again. I can prestige. I can do this. I can do that. I can get that other thing. Mm-hmm. I love making the bar go up. Yeah, and besides that, like you said, they got a all, they got all sorts of new goodies to get legendary packs, uh, you know the uh, faction packs, all that. So it's only good news. It's only good news. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be funneling down like you, man. I'm just gonna kind of yeah. pick pock, pick pock. All right. And the second one, and actually, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> what does me. that even mean? It doesn't even what matter what it does. It matter what it means. Clap when the snap snap snap. Dippity dip dap doop. Pow chang chang. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock uh, at night. I'm not playing Battleborn. You get it. You get whatever I want to give you, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So, anyway. Kit, we didn't jump into this either, so this was fresh. You know, uh, mm-hmm. It's a character change for Kid Ultra. They did a few things to him that I thought were really exceptional. And so I'm going to give a shout out here as one of my top three. 
to Kid Ultra. And I'll go ahead and through the list real quick. Aura of Justice now affects Kid Ultra in addition to his allies. Thank goodness. I never understood from the day he was created why they didn't do that. I was like, well, okay, that's great for everybody else. What the hell? What about me? It's my freaking ability. Why am I getting nothing? I was well, you're helping your team. I shouldn't say I don't care about my team, but... But you don't care about I don't care team. about my team. I want me to be good. I'm trying to be good here. I'm trying to win. Uh-huh. So, there you go. Secondly, increase the base healing radius of To the Rescue by 20%. That, oh my gosh, self-explanatory. Fantastic. What? What's your problem? I, Matt's shaking your head like, oh, what? I, I, don't really, I don't really like the changes to, to, to the Rescue. I mean, I know... You had a lot of issues with it when it first started, but I thought the the acceleration boost he got from it was more than enough to make it actually usable for people. Mm-hmm. The you know, oh the base is twenty percent bigger, which isn't a lot because it was very small, but still, oh now if you're really terrible with it, you can at least heal your buddies. Well, no, you got to be good with this. Is I'm in the same old man cranky mode that I am with the bot match. You got to be good with this or don't even bother using it. Maybe this will fix things a little bit because his next skill, Matt, is the healing radius of To the Rescue now slowly diminishes when Kid Ultra slows down or stops. I don't like it. I don't like it. So therefore, you still have to be accelerating to make it go farther up. You're punished if you're slowing down or, of course, you're an idiot and hit a character or a wall before you tap it. As has been done many times. Yeah, but when you're an idiot, now it'll just go, oh, I'm really forgiving you as I shrink down. I liked it before. It was like, hey, you're being dumb? <laughs> Sucker. You don't, but that's I not a. Re- that's not good. That's, that's not what you want for an ultimate ability, man. That's what I want. For an ultimate ability, you need something that's, hey, this is an ultimate ability. You don't want to, this could be an ultimate or a complete failure. That's, that's like, uh... Final Fantasy VII's freaking Tifa or Yuffie, whoever had those. Kate Sith, whoever had that stupid <laughs> slot machine. Or Barrett crap. or Cloud oh, or Vincent. Give me a break. It's been forever. <laughs> I played FF7 like 40 years ago. Kate Red Sith. Red 13. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Kate Sith? No, Kate Sith had the dice or whatever it was. No, Who Tifa had the, had the slot machine. Yeah, Because I was really good at it. Machine. Yeah. You yeah. know, oh, if you're not good at it, you fail. What a terrible alt that is. Hey, let me get my alt out. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't trigger right. Now I get nothing. Oh, look! Now the boss run rampages over my face, and we die. No. Well, see, the only only counter I would say to that is I don't think that's a very good comparison because the slot machine is totally incongruous to anything you're doing in that game. It's like, hey, you know, it's a turn based stra- turn based RPG. Also, now there's a slot machine. What? Versus Kid Ultra, know how to move around the battlefield. Know the situation. I don't know. I. I don't like it when they take something that's very skill-based and kind of, I shouldn't say dumb it down, but it feels like a dumbing down. I don't play Kid Ultra a lot because you always pick them, but I don't know. I, I have an old man frown on my face, but I I understand and appreciate that a lot of people will like this a lot better. I know Sean will like it better because he hated it before. Mm-hmm. So, Well, and then the last one, which is another nice one, and this is a nerf, but it's, you know, was much needed. I will even agree with that, and I like Kid Ultra. The level 9 right helix augment trank shot now only stuns a single target regardless of how many are damaged with the bullet snare. Yeah. That was that was just a given. It was needed. So, mm-hmm. fantastic. Good on them. I thought they did a really nice job with Kid Ultra's changes. 
you know, obviously Matt has a different opinion, but I know everyone out there is on my side. Matt, you're just you're just grumpy. I agree with 75% of his changes. They did a great job <laughs> part of the way. <laughs> Whatever. So what's your next one, Matt? <laughs> uh, see, I knew you'd pick out some big things. So like I said, I'm picking out a little a couple more small things. I think they've mentioned this before when they were talking about the winter update, but I'm very excited about it just because this is something that wastes a lot of time. They said that the defeat or victory screen will now not last six hours while you're just standing there seeing the word defeat or the word victory. Yes, that was that was terrible. And, and especially when it's a PvP match, because it hasn't happened lately. I, I feel like they tweaked it a little bit earlier, and then now they're going full force with it. But I remember there were times when we'd be in a PvP queue, like with our f- five-man team back when we were rolling that way. We'd sit there, be looking at victory, victory, victory. Matchmaking would start up in the corner, and by the time the stats came up and we looked at the stats and said, oh, man, I did it. I was really good. Oh, voting has started. What? Uh-huh. I, I didn't even really want to play. I was done. Oh, God. Yep. So, yeah, this this is just something I'm, again, it's a small thing, but... When you are really in a hurry or you're just sick of wasting time, this is a big thing. I'm really glad they're doing this. Mm-hmm. That was one of those ones I saw earlier and I thought about. I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's fantastic. But mm-hmm. there's so many other things I want to, you know, mention as my top. So good on you. Good job, Matt. Yeah. Way to pick that small, incredible one and let me just go for these big old handfuls of candy. I like it. <laughs> That's what I knew you'd do. <laughs> Give me all the candy. Well, let me have a Tootsie Pop here. Oh, I got one. I got one. Got Delicious. So to finish it off, I'm going to go with one last big one because that's what I do. And that's, of course, you cannot ignore it. It only adds to what you were talking about with the command ranks, etc. Story missions. Players can now acquire diamond score medals. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Not only do you get legendary gear packs now for doing getting the diamond, and that's several times over normal, normal hardcore, advanced, and advanced hardcore. So you got yep. the opportunity to get tons of new legendaries. And from what Randy Varnell saying, it's actually really difficult to get. And yeah. obviously we haven't played yet, so I'm very interested to get in there and do one that we're real familiar with, like algorithm or something, and just go full force and see see what we end up with. You know, see mm. if our best gets that diamond or if we're not quite up to snuff. I'm I'm just I'm I'm stoked to get in there and give it a shot. And mm. it just refreshes everything. Because a lot of people, not me and not you, because you don't ever want to do it, uh they have goals. Shut up, Eric. You never say <laughs> we should do it. You just go, oh, I was queuing up my place off. Alright dude, whatever. They have goals in all the stories. Uh-huh. And so this just goes Boom, opens the floodgates again for everyone to just jump right back in. And I think that's fantastic and what a great way to get everybody involved in not only the PvP with all of its awesome changes, but the story modes once again. And a side note, they fixed Toby's so that way he has uh, medals finally too. That's very important. And I'm very glad they did that because it bugs the hell out of me seeing that I've done Toby's friendship raid five million times and I still don't have a medal. I'm going to have a medal soon, Matt. I think that was one of my Christmas wishes from the Christmas Wish episode, so Mm. I'm definitely happy about that. Like you said, I'm sure we won't get a ton of diamonds, but that one time we do, I'm going to just like kick over my TV and set the house on fire. Because I'll be like, hell yeah, we did it! Yes! So I'm looking forward to the challenge of some diamond ranks. I am too. So, Matt, let's close it out with your last and final little nugget of awesomeness. Now, this one is 
purely uh, one character based. So see, I'm working my way down. They said that they added a uh, a team based outline to Alani's sunspots. And again, it's something fairly small, but something I think they've needed to do for a long time. Because as soon as I read it, it took me back to the last time we played with Danny. And we'd have to call it out. Good sunspot, good sunspot. Keep running. Because you'd go, ah, I don't want to touch it. Or when she was playing a Randy, good pillar, good pillar. You can, you know, you don't have to worry about it. So I think she definitely needed this, but I still think there's maybe a little bit more work that needs to be done as far as this. Like, I think, I don't know how how much coding it would take, but I think each team needs to have its own, like, slightly different colors of AoEs or, you know, special attacks. That way, you see a Shadowfire pillar, you instantly know that's from the other team. That's from my team. Just like now you'll see Ombra Sunspots. That's my Ombra Sunspot. That's their Ombra Sunspot. Again, small change, but definitely needed. Well, who knows? Maybe this is a test. If people are really receptive to this, maybe they'll yeah. start uh, throwing it in some of the other abilities. So, who knows? I enjoy that as well, because as you already said, we've had many a time where I'm like, Oh, Sunspot! Oh my god, it hurts the pain! Oh uh-huh. no! It's not yours, Daddy. (laughs) So yeah, that wraps up our top three thoughts on the winter update. Obviously, for more details, more info, you can check out the full patch notes or just head back and hit up our winter update episode because we covered a whole lot of stuff in that too. Wrapping up this week in Gearbox, one last thing. During this weekend, it's a double credits weekend, and I think that they said that Versus Draft is available in the Versus Q now too from today through Monday. Indeed so it is. go ahead and jump on in versus draft, pick your characters, and then get double credits at the end of it. Plus bonus credits, because they just upped the PvP credits. Mm-hmm. So credits will be raining down on your face. Allowing you to buy them new packs. Oh, boy. Right. I, I already opened one. I had to do it. I snuck on and opened oh, one, you man. bastard. I couldn't help myself. I had to look. I can't even see the new interface, and you're opening packs already. I had to open a pack. And I got a new taunt for Reyna. I got the uh, smoking barrel one. I actually don't even have that one. Aww, so that, that'll that. be the one thing I do tomorrow. Once it's updated, I'll go in, I'll buy a pack, I'll maybe get a thing for somebody, and then that'll be it. All right, fair enough. I also looked at some of the interfaces, so feel free, you know, peruse, oh, yeah, enjoy. And yeah, looked at Beatrix's taunts and different skins, you know, the nice. basics. I just did the basics, and then I stared That's at uh, Oscar Mike's. Versus the battle school. Can't touch it till Saturday. Can't touch it. It's all right. We'll get there. So that wraps up what's actually going on this particular weekend. And, of course, a little bit of the beginning of this week's battle plan. We're going to go ahead and shoot right on into the hot fixes because we all want to know what's going on with Ernest the Fat Chicken. Matt, what are they doing with that poor fat chicken? That poor fat chicken's base attack damage is going down 20%. Mm -hmm. Like they said in their little paragraph right there, you can't just sit there and just spam AOE damage everywhere because that's what all the fat chickens do. That's what I do when I'm a fat chicken because why would you not? You just sit back and just lob grenades forever until your satchel charge comes up off cooldown. Then you throw it and you blow it up. Then you just shoot grenades forever. Yep. Shoot, shoot, shoot grenades, shooting grenades forever. And then those mines, the mines, and then you set out your egg and that's mm-hmm. it. You win, you know. You, yeah. It's kind of up to the rest of your team at that point to... Finish it off because you're doing your part. You're, you're shutting down that entire area. Yeah, exactly. They said they wanted him to be more of a defender versus now he's doing like attacker level damage. So just toning it down a little bit. I don't think it's a huge deal, but 
I do think it was necessary. I would agree with that. I think it was necessary. I mean, it does make me a little sad. I enjoyed Ernest for quite a while. I didn't. I haven't played him mm-hmm. recently, but for a bit there, you know, he was definitely uh, top three in my rotation. Yeah. But I agree. It was needed. Kudos to you, Gearbox. Thanks a lot. Secondly, this one, though, this one's a little more debatable, and I know no, you want to get into it, so you know, <laughs> I don't have too many feelings about Melka. She's never been a character I've really enjoyed that much, to be quite frank. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and reduced the damage of Melka's Venom Dot by 56%. That's from 18 ticks to a 6 tick at level 1. That's a very significant nerf. However, yeah. they did increase her damage on the second uh, secondary melee combo by 30%, and that's from 41 to 53 at level 1. Now, I'm going to let you take this one away because Melka's a little more in your wheelhouse than mine, mm-hmm. but I will say that the differences don't match up. So, like a lot of people are saying, that nerf to her Venom Dot does not get compensated by the increase in damage from the secondary melee. True. So... What the heck, Matt? Why did they do this, and what's your thoughts on this? Okay, why they did it is they specifically say in the paragraph that they've been doing now is they wanted her to be a mobile assassin who was very deadly at short to close range. Now, I have to ask you this, Eric. How many Melkas that we play against come into short or close range? And our answer, zero. (laughs) 95% of the Melkas I've played against... What do they do? They stand there, they poke at you with their pistol, and they shoot the canister out. And then they stand there, and maybe they'll moon jump. They'll, they'll hop around, poke you with the pistol, and shoot the canister out. That's not a close-range assassin. Not a single one of them used the claw lunge to get in and finish you off. I think what you're supposed to do as a Melka is plink, 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 hit you with venom, claw lunge in, do some close-range damage while the venom's ticking away, spike up to get out, and then maybe use uh, your blade barrage as an alt for, you know, finishing people off. But almost none of them do that. You stand there and you chuck venom canisters. That's all they ever do. I've played against one Melka, and I specifically remember, because we played against this Melka in a meltdown match, it got absolutely wrecked, who actually would come in and punch you, run and slide and jump in, and actually was a close-range mobile assassin. And this was before they did anything to her. That's why they did it. And they did it because none of you play her the way they want you to play her. Everyone just cheaps with this, you know, really effective Venom. Now, now the secondary thing I want to say is people have been complaining about, oh, well, they nerfed, they already nerfed the length of the Venom, and now they're nerfing the damage. Well, hey, if you guys remember, and I remember because we talked about it on the podcast, when they nerfed the duration of the Venom, they made it do double damage to compensate so it did the exact same amount of damage just in a shorter time frame and i remember laughing all all the way about that yes people are forgetting that her venom was super potent over that tiny amount of time so they're dialing it down just a little bit i think they'll probably increase the duration a little bit after after this just because it is a very big nerf to her venom dot but at the same time it needs to be this way otherwise She's no different than an Oscar Mike just standing there at range shooting at you. Or a Whiskey Foxtrot standing there at range shooting you. Mm -hmm. Or any other range DPS. Now she will be a close range assassin. I mean, I've, I've played her quite a bit, you know, quite a while ago now. But I never once used that secondary melee combo. I'm like, what does her L trigger even do? Oh, she's punching? 
Why would I do that? Plink, 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 shoot a canister out. Plink, 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 shoot a canister out. Oh, I can run in and finish them off real quick with the claw lunge. But other than that, that was a range DPS. You know, more mid-range than long-range, but that's how everyone plays her except for that one person. And that's not how they designed her. That's not what they want her to be. So this is going to fix it, well, you, I think. You nailed it on the head, and they stated it in their reasoning, was they wanted to encourage more variety in viable Melka builds and the way she's played. So hands down, they did that. Now that this yeah. isn't the one go-to method of winning, you're going to see people start experimenting with the other options and maybe yeah. find stuff that they enjoy just as much or even more than what they were doing. So I'm excited to see some Melkas, you know, in battle coming up and see if I have them come rushing at me and doing precisely what you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. I probably won't enjoy it, but at least I'll enjoy the fact that they're doing something different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so lastly, in the hotfixes, Matt, they went ahead and messed with Incursion. And recently they went ahead and they buffed the minions' health and damage so that way they'd be more effective in helping, you know, your team actually win instead of just quite literally being damage damage sponges i mean they serve really no other purpose but to get you leveled up so you could fight other players more well it worked and it worked too well they're not happy with the fact that the minions are able to actually get in there and start wrecking the sentry faster than you can get over there and do anything about it uh, they weren't they weren't really digging that whole balance so they went ahead and they slowed the minion level rate from every 120 seconds to every 180 seconds so basically Duh, you're going to get less of them, which gives your players more time, more chance to get rid of the ones that are already alive, and then, of course, do some PvP with one another before worrying about another wave of minion bats. Pretty easy. Yeah, I didn't really notice them being super tough or anything after they made the change. I don't really have any other comment on it, I guess. Nah. I didn't really notice them being all that tough before. So, this, I mean, it's not dialed back down to, you know, where they were just a base just scrub level that you could clear with one swipe of your sword. So I, I don't see anything wrong with this one, but I didn't really notice it before either. So Yeah, I wasn't noticing it, but that's just because I love to kill the minions. So the minute I see those suckers, they're dead. I don't really pay attention to any other detail. <laughs> I say that, and the other thing you like to do is to just chase a person and then get killed by like a trash can bird. Fucking trash can bird. You. I, you know what, trash can bird... Why you got to bring back these terrible memories of Trash Can Bird <laughs> flying around? You got killed by Trash Can Bird Bot. We, we He was the best player on he that was. team, actually. He was. He we killed both you. got killed by him like three times. <laughs> Damn it. I don't want to talk about Trash Can Bird anymore right now. <laughs> We're going to move on to something happier, and that's the community spotlight, Matt. Sounds good, dude. They went ahead and they said, hey, you know what? We love fan art. And they've been getting a ton of it because Beatrix looks fantastic. So yeah. most deservedly, people have been paying homage to her and throwing out all sorts of artwork with her. And they got uh, MM the Mayo in there. They've got friggin' Avon Etka. I'm going to butcher all these names. Nanobit. <laughs> <laughs> and Nepi. Right, man? I was just going to say there were four cool pictures in there, but hey. Oh, but you got to give a shout out, man. You got to be, you know. It's true, these, it's true. These individuals, ladies, men, girls, boys, did fantastic work. And, yeah, you know, they definitely did. Definitely deserve to be uh, a little shout out to them. So, Community Spotlight, really cool. Check out that artwork if you're interested at all, which you should be, mm -hmm. because it's, yeah. like I said, damn good. Yep, then they had 
as usual now, another gigantic lore segment. Oh, goodness. This one was pretty fun. It had uh, Beatrix, Melka, Phoebe, Galilea, and Shane running through an instance of Mazes and Minions, which is basically D&D. the uh-huh. Battleborn D&D, exactly. I thought this one was a lot of fun. This was, this was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. It was it was huge and long, which is what I loved about it, because then, mm-hmm. you know, the nerd in me was like, oh, I actually get a little bit that I can actually read. You know, I can get invested for a couple minutes instead of the usual shorter ones where you're just like, oh, just a snippet in time. You know, it right. was a ton of fun seeing Galileo, you know, characters, some of these characters you wouldn't expect to. They're all into their character mm-hmm. and just enjoying what they were, you know. And the, she was like, don't refer to me as Galileo. I am Hector. Yes, Hector. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah, the the Phoebe as Hoculus or... Hocules. Hocules. That was fantastic. (laughs) Hocules who hates doors Uh because his father was killed in a portcullis accident. (laughs) So she bashes down the door and then stands over it to make sure it doesn't get up again. That was awesome. Oh, yes, it was. Holy cow. (laughs) I, I will say my only negative comment on it is I am like a super grammar Nazi, so... Every time Beatrix spoke oh, with yeah. like no capitalization and no punctuation, I just that little part of my brain just wanted to just leap out of my head and run away. I was reading it at lunch and I was like, <laughs> so definitely good time overall. But just oof, man, if you're a perfectionist grammar person like me, just oh oh, mm-hmm. just brace yourself. Yeah, you'll all make it through. It was great. Yeah, it was great. So, lastly, but not least, because they just went freaking nuts with this, is the mm-hmm. old coming up section, boys and girls. They first off were like, hey, you know what you guys deserve? Well, you deserve Beatrix. So, anybody who obviously does not own the digital deluxe and all that other good stuff will now be able mm-hmm. to play her. But that's not all, boys and girls. They are going to have a double XP weekend that weekend as well. Yeah. So. What are you going to do, just like you've done with Fat Chicken and everybody else? You're going to play Beatrix all weekend long and max her out at 15. That's right. It's going to be glorious. I cannot wait. And, of course, that's going to start Friday, January 27th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to go through Monday, January 30th, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Well, I'll obviously be covering that a little bit more next week. And Mm. then, Matt... They went ahead and went out a little bit more with that. And I expected it. You didn't. That's right. What are they doing? They said that next week on Thursday at the usual time, 6 p.m. Eastern, they're going to have the Montana versus the Demon Bear reveal stream. It's coming to us. That's going to be at twitch.tv slash gearbox software. They said that for this stream, Elise is not going to be there, so Joe is going to be back hosting it. If you saw the streams from forever and ever and ever ago, he used to be the host as it is, and they said he's going to be there with, as usual, a rotating panel of developers. Should definitely be a fun time. I'm sure they'll give away some codes and stuff during the stream like they always do. So make sure you guys are there. Make sure you're following the channel if you are there. And uh, stay tuned for more on that next week. Yeah, I just want to say, we're not even going to have dabbled our feet really deep into Oscar Mike versus the Battle School and then they're already going to be going, hey, guess what? Montana and the Demon Bear coming at you. Oh, I just, it's, too, it's so much. I'm loving it. I'm just I'm just getting Battleborn poured all over me, and I just want more and more and more. It's great. Yep. Yep, absolutely. I feel the same way. So that covered the battle plan this week, and I figured uh, beyond that, we got only one more thing, 
And that's the bullet storm stream they just uh, went ahead and went through today. That's right. Now, uh, they, well, what did they discuss? They discussed when it comes out, some of the gameplay, what you're getting, mm. basically some of the hard work, some of the technical issues that went into it. It was a pretty good stream overall. I enjoyed it. I think this was actually one of my favorite streams that they've ever done, really, just because uh, the stream started off with Elisa, Joe, and then a production assistant, Meredith Hershey. And I thought she was awesome oh, yeah. during the stream. Because, uh-huh. I mean, they would be shouting out just names of skill shots just from the chat. Oh, I really liked Spasmo Jones. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, Spasmo Jones. That's when you leash a guy and you kick him, and he flies up in the air, and then you leash him again, and then you blow his foot off. It was just like... She she knew everything, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then when later in the stream they passed off the controller to her, you could see she knew this game inside and out. She was all over it. They've had streams in the past with people who know the game really well. Obviously, Randy is always in the Battleborn streams, and you can ask him anything, and he just pops out with that and, like, 16 minutes of lore. One thing I really liked about the stream was wasn't just that she was there, you know, telling all the details at the drop of a hat. It's that we got to see somebody actively playing the game sean played it a little bit and then meredith took up and played it some more and then joe and elisa played through an echoes map they don't often have people actively playing the game during their streams and i thought that was something that was really fun and i don't know it just added a whole new vibe to it because when you're actively playing through it then people can talk about what's actually going on whoever's playing can stop them look back at something, stop and redo something if, you know, they want to see it again versus just, hey, it's a video. I think here maybe there's a thing. And then the video goes on and, you know, because if you were there playing it, oh, is that a thing on the wall? And you would turn and look at the wall and be like, hey, look at that. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh-huh. Versus just, you know, watching a video and trying to sort of comment on it, but there's no real flow to it. I don't know. I've loved all the streams they've done so far. But this one, to me, was really special. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I was digging it. And not only because of all what you said, but because it actually was selling me. And, you know, that's very yeah. important. It was like, oh, man, you know, obviously I was going to get it and play it regardless. But, mm. you know, after watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember this. I remember getting all these skill shots and racking up these points and, you know, that good, that general good feeling. And as you saw in the stream where everyone's just like, oh, my God, you just got 300-point kills. Yeah, woo! you know i was like oh yeah i remember that and so that was getting me all hyped up and then they were like hey guess what you're getting this we're getting the visuals are increased the frame rates are better they've decreased load times for all over the place you're getting Mm -hmm. the base game you're getting the two dlcs that came out for the game and then to boot you're getting a whole little slew of extra uh, echo maps etc etc all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff that you guys can check out and we'll obviously cover the closer this gets to release yeah but most importantly you know and i, I will admit when i first heard that duke nukem's going to actually be in it if you pre-order the game i was thinking okay so you'll see duke nukem and he'll have like three weird generic lines that he just kind of rotates through throughout the whole game right and that's not the case Mm-mm. Meredith and some of her other coworkers as she stayed in the stream were like, hey, no, we did we did the whole game. Lines for the entire game. A whole script. So you're not just going to get some weird hand-me-down Duke Nukem thrown in with his three best lines. No, you're getting yeah. the full money all the way through this game. And that instantly, oh, got a pre-order. Done. Done deal. Mm-hmm. Got a pre-order. Duke Nukem through this game. Oh, my God, that's going to be fantastic. And even Meredith seemed like she was super stoked about you know letting people hear the script they have for him. And I'm like, yep, oh, yeah, got to do it. 
And then that's an easy two playthrough. You know, you play through obviously as the main guy, have a great time, enjoy the story for what it actually is, and then you go, all right, here's here's crazy crackhead mode, Duke Nukem time, boom. Exactly. I'm 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 sold on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too. Just like you said, I was just as excited when she was saying it. She's like, yeah, you know, the kind of language and fun kind of crass humor really makes this game. And I was like, ah, sure, everyone, you're just saying that, whatever. But then when she was like, yeah. We basically went and rewrote the whole script and wrote, wrote a whole new thing for when you're running through his Duke. I was like, oh, man. And then when she was playing, when she was, you know, rattling off skill shots, I was like, man, you really know this game. It was cool to hear that, you know, they didn't just republish the game and go, hey, look, here it is. Hey, here's a game. They went in and added these cool extras. And you could tell what big fans they were of the original game and then that they put in all this time and effort to make it a newer and fresher experience with the with the Duke Nukem DLC. Mm-hmm. Definitely excited for it. And in case you guys didn't catch or don't know, April 7th is actually the release date for Bulletstorm yep. Full Clip Edition. Um, and obviously, like I already stated, we'll cover that more later when we get some more info or get our hands on it. You know, we'll let you know. We promise. But yeah, this was, this was definitely a fun stream. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it, if you were staring at your download bar for the winter update and everything... You guys should all go and watch it because the stream is a lot of fun and you get to see some really high-level gameplay in the stream, too. Oh, yeah. When Meredith got on there and she was doing the sliding all the way through the uh, entire like, map, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be yeah. me. Oh, look, all these things I could do. Nope. <laughs> sliding through the mm-hmm. whole map. It was fun. Yep. It was fun. So, yeah, everybody, go check that out. That is, of course, at twitch.tv slash gearboxsoftware. Another thing you all should do is send us some feedback for the mailbag, just like our buddy Sean Haggerty did. He's at 10kbeers on Twitter, but he sent us this one via Facebook message. He writes, Hail, third ship supervisors. I'm very excited for the awesome winter update that is in store for us. He says the winter update stream was the first Gearbox live stream that he'd ever watched, so he's not sure how much they showed us that's still in testing or finalized for the update but he did notice 30 gear loadouts in the command screen. He writes, I personally would be very excited for more loadouts. One of the reasons that Battleborn is a great game is the variety of cool gear. With only 15 loadouts, I have a max of 45 gear items readily available for use. But there are hundreds of items in my inventory. 30 loadouts at least gives me one loadout to tailor to each character in the game. What is your guys' mindset when it comes to gear loadouts? Oh boy, oh boy, Sean. What do you think, Eric? I think you're insane, my friend. To need one for every <laughs> character? Holy cow. No, you I, gotta be I, nice to the fans, <laughs> man. You can't tell him he's crazy. Oh, well, you know, I gotta get in there and play a couple rounds with him and I can tell him he's crazy to his face. How about that? To his ear. There, anyway. To his ear, exactly. <laughs> I definitely, I can see where you're coming from. You know, wanting to just have every single character, boom, ready to go. They have their personal loadout and then, of course, you can tweak them as you see fit. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. However... My playstyle, I have a tank build, I have a DPS melee build, I have a DPS range build, I have a healing build, I have a capture build, and then I have a couple of variants where I kind of experiment, Or and I've also got my ops mission build, the one where you put in like Aria's, uh, you know, trinket or whatever that was. Aria's Encore. Yeah, Aria's Encore and whatnot. So I'm only rolling with like 9, 10 loadouts total, so... I don't feel the pain like you feel the pain, but I will say there's been a couple occasions very recently where I'm not happy with the particular range build I have for different characters. So I got to go in and I find the different pieces and I put them on. And 
like Sean was getting at, if I could just have those 30 loadouts, it wouldn't matter. I've got a Rendy's build, it's there. I don't need to worry about it. And if I'm switching to somebody else, it doesn't matter. They got their own. I'm not going, oh, well, you know, I kind of don't like the attack damage, attack speed on that one. I'd rather go with, a, you know, something a little different. And then have to go change it. And then you're over there going, I'm blowing this in. And then I'm like, well, I, I don't know what's happening. That kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. I understand wanting to have character-specific loadouts. I have one. I have an Oscar Mike loadout that's, I think it's three legendaries. And that's the issue that I think a lot of people are having is I've seen, I think it was Solar Scientist just recently on Twitter was talking about the gear changes. And he was like, man, if you get this legendary and that legendary and that legendary and put them all together, you have this one unstoppable stat or this one unstoppable build for this character. And that's cool and all, but if you're in a PvP match, how often do you get all three legendaries up? Or it's, you know, you're at the very end of the match, you finally got your third one up, and you have either stopped the team or are being stopped so badly it doesn't matter. So I, for me, I'm basically the same boat as you. I've got about ten loadouts. I've got the one Oscar Mike one, and I've got a healer, a tank, an Eldred tank, uh, like an attack damage straight DPS one, I've got a free one with all my zero-cost items. I've got a sniper one, and then I have an ops build. And I think maybe a uh, a skill damage one for a Rendy. But I think if you have, you know, a build for each character, you know, I can understand going into a story mission. I, I know I'm going to get all these things up because it's a story mission. But if you're going into a meltdown or a capture or a face-off, you're going to be lucky if you get two of those, especially if they're higher-rank items. Well, that changed a little bit with the capture, but I still think it applies to what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it changed a little bit, but not overly so. Because you start at level 3, and they're changing the way you get your shards and all that good yeah. stuff. So it's pretty cool, but I still, I still think it applies. Yeah, they're, they're still really quick modes. Uh-huh. If you got three legendaries on, because it's my Arendi build with three legendaries, Good luck getting all those. Yeah, right. I get where people are coming from. You want to tip-top your character, min-max, and it's great for story modes, but for just overall, you know, if I want a player in PvP or PvE or this or that, I think having general role builds is a better option. That That's the way I've always gone. Obviously, you go the same way. Uh-huh. So there you have it, buddy. We can see where you're coming from, but for us, both of us play with more uh, general roles with a couple exceptions in there. and. Mm-hmm. We might not top the charts as far as damage, but there's still good, solid builds you can use on Eldrag or Phoebe or, you know, whoever. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's one more question out of the mailbag. If you guys got any other ones for us, you can email them to us at info at thirdshift.me. You can find Eric on Facebook under Third Shift, and you can find me on Twitter. Getting some love out there, too, just want to say. Getting some love on Facebook. Yeah, you have been lately. Actually get to respond once in a while now. It's pretty cool. And, you know, it's, it's kind of motivating me to go, Eric, you should probably maybe some post some random silly crap here and every now and again. I'm like, maybe I should mm. maybe I should become alive on Facebook. <laughs> so if you want to support Eric's delusions of having Facebook be alive again, check him out on Facebook. If you want to hang out with the cool kids, I'm on Twitter at Third Shift Me. That's Third Shift Me. Come hang out with me and all the cool guys. Sit at the cool table. Yeah, that's probably the best option. Sitting at the cool table, is, it's pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes. And, of course, as we always do, we want to thank each and every one of you boys and girls for listening to us, tuning in. We love all of you. And, you know, the continued support's been amazing. Oh, yeah. We're only hoping to move forward, and we got a ton that we want to do in the future, which in 
someday will be in our Conjecture Land episode. You know, as I've said before, we need to start conjecturing about when the Conjecture Land episode is going to hit. I'm going to conjecture it's going to be Monday. That's my conjecture. Is that at the it? Moment. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. And as always, we have a Patreon out there, and we use it as a beautiful little tip jar. And there's been several yeah. people who have been so gracious as to give us a tip, and we love you and appreciate you. And we've got some plans for that in the future, which we discuss at a later date and time. Mm-hmm. But but this week in particular, we want to go ahead and thank Steve Cadwallader, excuse me if I dash your last name a little bit, at Code Cadwallader. He went ahead and threw us a tip, said, hey, thanks you guys, you're awesome, you know, you make me laugh on my way home. We yeah. we try, you know, sometimes more than others, but we definitely try. <laughs> so, you're <laughs> welcome. You know, one good laugh is great, and you know, the tips much appreciated. As I always say, without those, my children don't eat, uh, so... You know, don't lie to the fans. How many times <laughs> I got to tell you this? Yes. I like a good story, man. Dang it. Come on. But overall, we thank each and every one of you as always. Can't wait to see you next week or maybe next Monday. If Matt's right, let me kick it back over to Matt to finish us off here. So yeah, if you guys don't catch us on Monday for a conjecture land episode or anything happens, you can catch us every Friday as usual. We'll be back on the 27th of January with our next episode. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic, where we've always been. We upload to YouTube and Google Play Music as well. And hey, if you guys like what we do, please give us a rating and a review on any one of those platforms because it really helps us out. Yeah, make sure you five stars at iTunes because it's awesome. It's super important, so That's get right. us that five stars. I think we're still the best rated podcast there is. Yeah. I think we got one five-star review, so... So make sure you rate us on that iTunes, man. We need them five stars because, you know, five stars are awesome, and it makes us feel great about ourselves. It's a a damn sight better than no stars. That's right. I don't like no stars. That makes me sad, Matt. It hurts my feelings. So get out there, you know, rate us, get us higher up on the old cues. More people are going to see us. More people are going to come to appreciate and love Gearbox, and that's what we want. So bada-bing, bada-boom, you're helping us. We're helping you. Everyone's helping Gearbox. Everybody wins. That's exactly it. Perfect. Man, and with that, I'm just going to close this out, man. You know what? Catch you guys next week or next Monday or whatever it is. And until then, don't Don't forget forget to to save. Shut up and sit down.